Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500 as we finish the peak weeks of the earnings season. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is valuation for the S&P 500. Given the sharp decline in the price of the index leading up to the invasion of Ukraine, how is the P.E. ratio for the index impacted? But first, let's provide an update for the fourth quarter earnings season for the index. At this point in time, the number of S&P 500 companies beating earnings estimates is equal to the average, but the amount by which they are beating estimates is below the average. Due to these positive surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the fourth quarter today relative to the end of the quarter. The index is reporting year-over-year earnings growth above 30% for the fourth straight quarter and earnings growth of more than 45% for the full year. These above-average growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Overall, 95% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the fourth quarter to date. Of these companies, 76% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is equal to the five-year average of 76%. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 7.8% above estimates, which is below the five-year average of 8.6%. Due to these positive earnings surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the fourth quarter today, relative to the end of the quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the fourth quarter is 30.7% today, compared to an earnings growth rate of 21.2% back at the end of the fourth quarter on December 31st. Now, when we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in the consumer discretionary, information technology, Financials and healthcare sectors have been the largest contributors to the overall increase in earnings for the index since the end of the fourth quarter. At the company level, the top contributors to the increase in earnings since December 31st are Amazon.com, Apple, Alphabet, Microsoft, Wells Fargo, Pfizer, ExxonMobil, JPMorgan Chase, and Moderna. If 30.7% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the fourth straight quarter of earnings growth above 30%. These unusually high growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings in 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. 10 of the 11 sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector, the industrial sector at 94%, the materials sector at 61%, and the consumer discretionary sector at 49%. The index is also reporting earnings growth of 48% for the full year. Looking ahead to 2022, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 4.7% in the first quarter of 2022 and 4.4% in the second quarter of 2022. Regarding the forward P.E. ratio, we'll discuss this metric in more detail in the second part of the podcast. And during the week, 19 S&P 500 companies, including one Dow 30 component, are scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter. High-profile companies expected to report earnings during the week include Target, Broadcom, 
and salesforce.com. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is the valuation of the S&P 500. On February 23rd, the closing price for the S&P 500 was 4225.50 and the forward 12-month EPS estimate for the index was $228.85. Based on this closing price and EPS estimate, the forward 12-month PE ratio for the S&P 500 on that date was 18.5. How does this 18.5 PE ratio compare to historical averages? How much has it changed in recent weeks? Well, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio of 18.5 on February 23rd was below the 5-year average of 18.6. However, it was still above the next four most recent historical averages, which are the 10-year average at 16.7, the 15-year average at 15.5, the 20-year average also at 15.5, and the 25-year average at 16.5. In fact, this marked the first time the forward 12-month P.E. ratio was below the 5-year average of 18.6, since April 15, 2020, when it was 18.4. However, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio of 18.5 on this date was still well above the lowest P.E. ratio of the past nine years of 13.1, which was recorded on March 23, 2020. At the sector level, five sectors had forward 12-month P.E. ratios on February 23rd that were below their five-year averages, led by the material sector. On the other hand, six sectors had forward 12-month P.E. ratios that were above their five-year averages on that date, led by the energy sector. On January 3, 2022, the S&P 500 closed at a record high value of 4796.56. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio on that date was 21.4. From January 3rd through February 23rd, the price of the S&P 500 decreased by 11.9%, while the forward 12-month EPS estimate increased by 2.3%. Thus, the decrease in the P has been the main driver of the decrease in the P-E ratio since January 3rd. It is important to note that analysts were still projecting record-high EPS for the S&P 500 of $225.51 for calendar year 2022 and $248.10 for calendar year 2023 on February 23rd. If not, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio would have been higher than 18.5. In addition, it should be noted that with the increase in price of the S&P 500 on February 24th, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio is now 18.8 and back above the 5-year average. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight Blog, and our Street Account Podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. Mm-hmm.